Hello, welcome to the Addiction Podcast. My name is Tata, and I am an addict. Thank you very much for listening to the show. I very much appreciate it. I am picking up uh, listeners just about every day. Um, I make it a habit of checking the uh, the statistics on, on the Spotify app to see how many people have listened to the show, how many unique listeners I have. I'm trying to grow the audience for the show so I can reach more people. And for those of you who have listened, thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. I hope uh, the show has been in some way helpful to you. Whether it's from my experiences myself, you see what I'm going through, you can learn something from that, or just from talking about the uh, addiction in general and 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 what addiction means for us and and how we experience it, and uh, and uh, talking a little bit about the steps to recovery as I've started doing. Um, I'm grateful for the listeners and uh, and uh, I look forward. To, well. I hope you look forward to a new show that I put out every day, Monday through Thursday, I post now. I'm trying to do four days a week. And uh, I'll keep it up and and improve on the quality so that you get a better product over time. Again, thank you. Uh, my name is Tata. I am a gambling addict. Uh, you can reach me at helloiamanaddict at gmail.com is the email address. helloiamanaddict at gmail.com. Or if you are on Twitter... I created a Twitter account just to promote this show. It is Hello IAAA, Hello IAAA, uh, short for Hello I Am an Addict. That's the username on Twitter. Thank you very much. Um, and uh, I look forward to hearing from some of you. Um, I'm trying to dedicate Mondays to uh, a catch up day and an update on myself, on, on, on what I've experienced for the last week and, and, um, my status on my addiction and if I have relapsed or if I'm holding strong and, and, and on the path to uh, recovery. And uh, this last weekend was a trying one for me, a very trying weekend. Um, the last show I did last, uh, it was posted around 2 a.m. in the morning on Friday. Um, today is Monday, the 18th of December, 2023. Um because I brought some work home with me on Thursday evening and I was working all evening and I didn't get a chance to record and post until until after midnight. Um, and when I record this show, I don't plan. I don't, I, well, I do some planning. Sometimes if I have something specific to talk about, I do some research. Um, but most of the time I just turn on the microphone and I speak so I can, I can speak from the heart and, and say what I really feel, what I really think. Um, I try not to put out any information that is uh, incorrect. Um, anything that I try to, to to state that is supposed to be statistics or or researched, uh, I look into it before I tell you guys. But otherwise, I just I just talk into the microphone and and try to be as genuine as I can be. And uh, this weekend was a trying one. The last episode I posted, I said, um, idleness is our enemy. The weekends, general for most people, is when they have some free time, and that can be very trying when you are an addict. Um, being able to navigate your free time is challenging for us, um, challenging for me. You know, uh, when, I, when I'm idle, when I have uh, not much going on, not not much to do, that is when I have time to think and those thoughts creep in my mind. And and um, the temptation is greatest during those times. Um, the, the other thing is we tend, we, I tend to not, I'm not saying we, I tend to have these thoughts about gambling when, I'm stressed when something goes wrong, when things are not working out the way I would like. Um, 
it's almost like I, I give in in a way, and it's like, well, if if all this is bad stuff is happening, you know, why not just go see if I can make some money? And uh, I find myself at a casino gambling away the little money I have, if any. Right. So the Friday, I get a letter from the IRS. For those of you who have been listening, you know I was in breach of my. Um, I have a, I'm on a payment plan with the IRS, making payments for back taxes, which I accumulated. Uh, due to my gambling, right? I owe the IRS over $100,000, which I'm paying on a monthly basis. And I received a letter because last month I went gambling and I didn't have the funds in my account. And when the IRS tried to collect the automatic payment they collect every month, there was no funds in there for them to collect. So um, I could not make my payment. I did catch up this month. I made that payment, but the IRS takes a while for them to process that. So between when I, I missing the payment last month, making the payment this month, obviously the IRS sent me a letter saying I'm in breach of my uh, agreement with them to make monthly payments. And um, that stressed the hell out of me. Uh, um, I did not, I, again, this is something I did to myself. This is the, the effect of a gambling addiction that but my well, let, let me leave the word addiction out of it. This is just the effect of my gambling, of being irresponsible. It is an addiction. I am an addict, but our actions have consequences. Right? As addicts, when when something happens to us, let's not blame the fact that we're an addict for the negative things that are happening. Addiction is a disease of choice. Not like you choose to be an addict, but it's a disease that manifests in the choices we make, right? Um, our choices is what leads us down this path. I chose to go gambling that day, right? I, I read last week from the Cleveland Clinic research that says addiction is some kind of brain disorder, which I personally reject. Uh, some of you may, may say it is. No problem. Uh, this is not about arguing. Uh, it's about finding ways to recover and moving forward. I choose to believe my brain is not defective. Uh, I don't have a brain defect. Uh, it's not a disorder. Um, it is a disease, yes, um, but it's a disease that manifests in choice, right? That is why um, through support, um, you can recover without medicine for the most part. Uh, if, you're an, if you're an alcohol addict, you might need something to get that out of your system and deal with the withdrawals. There might be some medicine you take for that. If you're a substance abuser in some way, you might need medicine to recover from that. Uh, usually you do. You, you, you need something to, to flush that out of your system. And, and the withdrawals you suffer from that, you need something to cope with it, you know. So having medical care is something that's necessary in those cases. But for non-substance abuse addiction, um, it's all in our heads. It's all in my head. I... Wanted to go pick up my girlfriend from the airport. And uh, I've said this story before. For those of you who have listened to the previous episode, you know what happened. But if you happen to be listening to the show for the first time, um, or if you didn't listen to the earliest episodes, basically, I, I had to go pick up my girlfriend from the airport. Uh, there's a casino, not no more than, what, 15, 20 minutes from the airport. And I decided to go spend some time there while I was waiting for her to show up. And... I gambled away everything I had, all the money in my account that day. And I knew 
I had an IRS payment due two days from that day. That was Sunday, this, uh, November 19th. That was the last day I gambled. Sunday, November uh, 19th. Yes, that, that was the day. And I went gambling. My payment for the IRS was due two days later. And I could not make that payment because I had gambled away all of my money. I couldn't pay my, I didn't pay for food. I couldn't pay for gas. I, I literally gambled away everything but a hundred and change that was left in my account. And I had to live on that until the end of the month. That is what addiction does to you. That is what addiction means when you are a gambling addict, right? My finances are a wreck, a mess. Because of my addiction, I make a great living. I have no complaints. I work hard for every dime I make and I go and give it all away. Rather than using it to enjoy my life, rather than using it to invest, rather than using it to to pay for a home, take care of family, you know, take care of my girlfriend, you know, uh, my car right now needs brakes. Right now, my vehicle needs brakes. It's making a squeaking noise every time I step on the brakes. It, it vibrates every time I step on the brakes and I'm making a turn, right? And I know I need rotors or pads or both, but I can't afford to do it. It's Christmas time. It is Christmas time. The little money I have, I have to meet my family obligations, right? My mother, my uncle, um, my little cousins, I have family obligations I have to meet. My girlfriend, I have family obligations I have to meet. And I will not miss my obligations. Somehow, some way, I will find a way to meet those obligations. These are not things that I find to be optional. All right. It doesn't have to be about family. Whatever your personal obligations are, gambling, a gambling addiction will wreak havoc on those things. Every time. The choice I made to go gamble... That one gambling session I had on, December, on November 19th, 2023, wrecked havoc for the rest of my year. Missed IRS payments. Um, my, the memorial I have for coming up for the family that I am contributing to, that I'm paying for, a good chunk of it I'm paying for. I couldn't send the money to, to pay for, for the, for the uh, refinishing of the graves, Right? That is an important thing that I had to do that I knew I had coming up and I can't meet that obligation because I have gambled away my money due to this disease that I have that I'm trying my best to recover from, right? What happens to me if I'm driving down the road and my brakes fail on me? This is not, that's not something that you take lightly, it is not something you take lightly. This is important. That's the safety part of my life. My car has to be safe for me to drive to and from work every day. And I find myself unable to pay for it because I've maxed out my credit cards for my gambling and I don't have the funds to pay for brakes and rotors, for brake pads and rotors for my vehicle. On top of all the other things I have to, to do. So... The car isn't working right. Christmas is coming. I got to buy a gift for my girlfriend, send money home to my family, right? And then I get a letter from the IRS saying, 
I am in breach of my agreement with them to make my monthly payments on the debt that I have with the IRS. And I was stressed. I hated it. I felt horrible. This is the kind of thing that leads people to... to um, is the word self-immolation? Is that, is that it? Um, where you, you harm, do little things to... Uh, harm yourself because of whatever whatever the, the however you're feeling at the moment right no self-formulation I think has to do with fire that, that, I think that's that's letting yourself on fire or something like that um, yeah it's kind of thing that leads people to harm themselves it's not something you take lightly and I know you out there listening to this are going through some version of what I'm going through so I get that letter on Friday, and I'm stressed out of my mind. I have a couple of thousand dollars in my bank account. I have obligations to meet with my family, less than a couple of thousand dollars, actually. But I have obligations to meet with my family, right? Car is not working. And I really, really, really wanted to go to the casino. I started to do it again. I started to do it again, thinking about how I could go there and take that eighteen ninety whatever it is I had in my account, take fifteen hundred dollars of that, and turn it into three four thousand dollars so I can pay for all the stuff that I have to do. I started thinking about it, started plotting it out, started thinking about how much I'd buy in for at the table, you know, the strategy I'll take while I'm there, you know, am I going to be conservative? Am I going to be aggressive? You know. If I lose the, the the first buy-in, how much do I buy in for? Again, I started thinking about all those things, how much I could make. I started thinking about all the previous times I've gone, how much money I made within the first hour of being there and how I didn't walk away and how much money I could have in my account. All the times I've been to the casino and built up a healthy profit and didn't walk away, I ended up losing all of it and more. If I had just walked away at that time, how much money would I have in my bank account right now? Right? How much money would I have saved? How much money would I have made in extra income from playing poker? All right? Tax-free. I started thinking about all those things. But I didn't do it. I did not do it. I said at the beginning of this, uh, the first episode of this show that this is part of me saving myself, and I mean it. Part of the reason I didn't go, besides the fact that I've decided I have to tell my girlfriend what I'm doing and I can't go gambling again if I intend for her to receive what I tell her in any way, forgiving in, in any forgiving way, right? I could, I, I, I'm not going to do that. I am, I'm committed to recovery. And the other part of it was you, the audience, thinking about how I'd come and sit here and speak into this microphone and tell you that I'd relapsed, that I failed in some way. I'm not a failure, but I would have failed if I went and did something so silly as going to gamble the way the little money I had, I have. Right? That would be a dumb decision. Because as I've said before, it's not about making money. When I go and sit at that poker table, it is not about making money. 
It is because I enjoy it. I enjoy playing poker. I can do it for a day straight, pretty much. And that's why I do it. It's not about making money. Making money is the excuse that gets me there. Right? Making money is the excuse that gets me there. Making money is the excuse that you use to go to the casino and gamble or go to the racetracks or whatever form of or betting on, on, on basketball games and, and football games. Making money is the excuse. You do it because you enjoy it. That is why you do it, because you enjoy it. No other reason. The the money part is just the excuse. And I would have gone to the casino to go gamble. It would have been because I need money, because the IRS sent me a letter, because my car needs brakes. All of that would have been an excuse. It wouldn't have been the real reason I would have been there. I'd have been there because I wanted to play poker. That's it. Beginning, middle, and end. All right? Recovering, getting my finances in order, the casino is not the way to do that. The casino is not the way to achieve that. Getting my finances in order would require discipline. Would require planning on my part. Would require saving. Right? Would require sacrificing, not doing some things that I'd want to do. Would require making intelligent choices. All right? That is how I get myself out of this hole. It's not by striking it rich at the casino. It is not. And if you are thinking the same thing, get that out of your mind. A quick, quick, get quick, uh, get rich quick scheme is not how you get yourself out of the rut that you're in. Hard work, sacrifice, discipline, and support is how we get ourselves out of this. I already made that payment that I missed to the IRS. Um, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm expecting by now I would have cleared because the money is now out of my account. So I expect the IRS has received it, right? So there is that the, the, that part. I, I, if I if my if the next payment that is due um, for, uh, to the IRS this month, if the next payment comes out on Thursday, if it comes out of my account, that would mean my my. Uh, my but my account my, my account with them my my agreement with them is back to being in good standing. That's that's the way I, that's what I'm waiting on. I'm even going to call the IRS. I'm not going to discuss it. I'll just wait to see what happens. If the payment comes out, I breathe a sigh of relief. I move on. The most responsible thing to do would be to call the IRS and talk to them about it. But again, what is that thing they say? The strongest emotion in life is fear. The most strongest motivator is fear. Right? I'd rather not deal with it. I'd, I'd rather um, I'd rather not face what might be quite damaging to me. That doesn't make you go away, by the way. That strategy doesn't make whatever the issue is go away. You're just delaying the, the inevitable when you take that strategy. I am human. 
I'm not infallible. I, 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 I have flaws just like everyone else. I deal with issues in a flawed way like we all do. I catch myself sometimes and I rectify whatever error I am currently making. All right? But I, um, I'm going to wait until Thursday and see what happens. If, they are, if the money comes out, then I call the IRS and discuss what the letter was about and all of that. Because at that point, I know, okay, the agreement is still in standing and everything is fine. I may just need to see if I have to pay a little extra for a fee or interest or whatever it is that, that they want to charge me. Um, I'll then have that discussion with them. But I have three days to, to wait and see how that goes. I have a, a CPA who handles my, my taxes, who files my taxes for me. I can also have this conversation with her. But again, I'd rather wait and see um, if the payment comes out. If it doesn't come out, then okay, everything is in breach. Serious conversations have to be had. I called my CPA right away. I called the IRS as well after that and try to get this thing, get ahead of it. Um, and I'm taking this strategy because it's, I've, it has happened before. It has happened before where I, there was not enough money in my account. And I, I made a catch-up payment, and um, and everything was fine. So I'm, I'm expecting that is the case again here, but we'll see. Anyway, I don't want to belabor the point. This is about consequences that, that we face from, from our addiction, that I am facing from my addiction. And this is about how we recover, how we move forward. All right? So that is an update. Um Family's expecting money. Car needs to be fixed. IRS is in, uh, you know, holding pattern. Girlfriend, uh, I need to get her a gift for Christmas, as I usually do. Sorry for about that little noise you may have just heard. That was my laptop having a mind of its own. Anyway, how did you cope with your weekend? Did you... Make it through without giving in to the addiction. If you're a gambling addict, did you make it through without gambling? And be honest with yourself. There's nobody listening to this but you, maybe. Maybe you're listening with others. But this is about you being accountable to yourself. Did you make it through the weekend without giving in to your addiction? If you're an alcohol addict... Did you make it through the weekend without drinking? What is the answer to that question? Are you back to zero on your daily count for being alcohol-free? Are you back to zero on your daily count for being gambling-free? Did you make that one little bet that you think means nothing, but could be the start of you know, a, a pattern that will last a few days and you lose hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars? Did you bet on football? All right, answer that question for yourself. And if the answer is yes, you did give in and you did gamble or you did drink, what happens next? What happens next? Have you, first of all, come to the realization that you are an addict? I choose to believe if you're listening to this show, then you have, because you have realized you're an addict. Even if you've never said it out loud, even if you've never admitted it to yourself, in your heart of hearts, you know you are. Which is why you found this show 
curious and wanted to listen to it. Or maybe you support someone who is an addict, and you're not your addict yourself, and you're trying to help them. I hope there are some of you who are, who, um, are, are part of a support system listening to this show as well. But if you are an addict and you couldn't make it through the weekend, you, 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 the, the dark passenger took hold of you, right? What happens next? Right? There are only so many false starts we're going to have. There are only so many. At some point, you just give in and let it take over you, and that there goes the rest of your life, just one gambling uh, or, or alcohol you know, spell after another. But if not that, what happens next? Support. Support is what happens next. Right? Reaching out is what happens next. Trying to do this on your own is tough. Trying to do this on your own is tough. Right? You want to put yourself in the best position to succeed in recovery. And the way to do that is support. That's why I am here. That's why I'm speaking into this microphone to help myself and to help you. The help doesn't have to come directly from me, but use this as a means to find ways to help yourself. Have you considered attending a meeting? Have you considered reaching out to somebody you trust, somebody you believe loves you and won't necessarily judge you? And even if they judge you, if they are committed to helping you, that is okay. I said before, if you're asking for help from somebody, be prepared for whatever comes with that help. Be prepared for whatever comes with that help and accept it, embrace it, if it is the way to get you out of, to help to help you recover from this disease, out of this slump you're in, be prepared to accept everything that comes with that help. I use the word submit because that's how I think of it. Be prepared to submit to the will of that person that is willing to help you. Somebody is willing to give their time, their effort, their money, right? to support and help you, you accept it in all the shapes it comes in. As long as it's not abusive, that is a problem. But that's a conversation for another day. Someone you trust, someone you love, someone you believe loves you, it's not going to abuse you. All right? So you have the option of a meeting. You have the option of reaching out to someone you trust, those are just the, the easiest first steps you could take. All right? You've relapsed. You recognize you've relapsed. It's not the end of the world. We're all flawed. We all make mistakes. How we recover from those mistakes is what, is, is what matters most. How we improve ourselves, how we get better, how we learn from those mistakes is what matters most. Right? So, take that first step. Take that first step. And if not that, 
hey, reach out to me. I said before, the audience for this show is still small enough where I can reach out to each individual person who has listened to the show so far. I've been able to provide any kind of support that I can in any way to help you out. Because in helping you, I'm helping myself. Hello, I am an addict at gmail.com is the email address, right? I do not have a phone number you can call. Not yet. That will be coming. And I'm trying to think of ways that you can use to communicate with me anonymously. Because I know that's, that, that, that's a hindrance sometimes. You want to say something. You, you want to share your, your, your experiences, your thoughts but you want to do so in a way that doesn't reveal who you are. And I get that. I understand. If I can come up with a way that you can easily reach out, I will be sure to implement that immediately and make it available to you so that you can reach out to me. But I understand, I take my anonymity seriously. And I value your anonymity as well. This is a, a disease that comes with shame, that comes with embarrassment, Right? I experience it every day, which is why I can speak about it. I know you do too. And that's okay. Let's find ways to support each other. Anyway, that's the update on me. That's how my week went. I made it through another seven days without gambling. Um, on the road to recovery, I'll end the way I start every show. Hello, my name is Tata. I am an addict. Thank you very much for listening. Share your thoughts, share your feelings, your insights, whatever it is you mean to you, you want to say. Hello, I'm an addict at gmail.com is the email address. You can reach me at any time. Thank you very much for listening. Have a joyful week. Work hard. Don't stress yourself too much. Everything will be okay. Bye-bye.